Hello and welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. This is going to be a shorter show that is very different than any show you have heard before. Why? Because this is an important aspect of the work that I do that you probably aren't familiar with. And I wanted to make you familiar with it. As you may or may not know, I channel a group of entities called the librarians. The librarians provide wisdom for all of humanity. And for about the last month or so, I have gone live every Tuesday, both on Facebook and on my YouTube channel. And I have done just a five minute channeling of information that will benefit all of humanity that will benefit anybody listening just for that week. So regardless of who you are or where you are or what's going on in your life, these are five-minute snippets of information that will shift your vibration, that will hopefully inspire you to have some aha moments, to understand yourself or the world or what's going on around you a little bit differently. The recordings that I have coming up are literally just the audio pulled from those five-minute segments. They are not edited. So at the beginning of each one, I will welcome you in, and I will give you the week that it is being recorded. Now, here's the thing with the information. It doesn't tie specifically to the week. The information that comes out is going to be helpful for you whenever you hear it. If you'd like to follow these live, please find my YouTube channel. It's Laura Cheadle, L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E, Life Choreographer, or friend me on Facebook. I am Laura Plank Cheadle on Facebook. And then you can get the weekly lives, which, as I said earlier, are delivered every Tuesday. So I hope you enjoy this experience. Like I said, it's a little bit different, um, but just let the information wash through you, wash over you, and see what it provokes in you, because it is a big shift in energy. And then next week, we will be back with our regularly scheduled show. Have a good one. Enjoy. Hello there, I am Laura Cheadle, and I have felt called to make my channeling a little bit more front and center. So in service of that, every Tuesday I am going to be live, and we're going to be doing coffee with the librarians. For those of you who don't know, the librarians are a group of entities that I channel that provide information in service to humanity, all of humanity to the world at large. So every Tuesday I'm going to channel live, and the information that I'm pulling in is just what the librarians are telling me is what you most need to hear this week. So with that, let's go ahead for today's channel and see what comes in. Okay, the first thing that is coming in from the librarians today is that we energetically are in a place where the world is being cracked open. And 
similar to when an egg is being cracked open. Oh, it cracks open from the inside, just like eggs. Eggs crack open from the inside. There is that pressure, that force that is pushing on the inside that cracks the egg open that enables new ideas to be born, a new vision to be born. Globally, we are in that place right now. Energetically, we are in a place where we are being cracked open. Not only, that's interesting, globally it's happening. Within each country, it's happening. Within many communities, it's happening. We are being cracked open from the inside out right now. And just like that birth process, it is the final stage. The cracking open of the egg is the final stage. When that egg was formed, all of this stuff was going on inside of that egg that we didn't see. So we didn't know what was going on. All we saw was that shell, that eggshell, and we don't know what's happening inside. There's been a lot of stuff happening inside our bodies, inside our communities, inside our governments, inside our world for a long time, for a lot longer than we even realize. Um, oh, wow. They're showing me since like 79, since 1979, things have really been germinating inside. We are finally to the point that that egg can start cracking open. And it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable and it feels violent. And they're not saying that violence is necessary. Please do not misconstrue that. The violence that is necessary is the pressure to crack that open. So that pressure, that force is necessary. It is not that violence is necessary, but it is that hitting and that force from the inside out is what's necessary in order to crack that egg and to birth that next level of consciousness. People are worried about what is going to happen next, what is going to happen to society, the world, things like that. That's not the question. The question is what is the, what is the energy that is going to be birthed? What is the level of consciousness that is going to be birthed? Because the way the world looks, the way your family structure looks, the way your life work looks isn't truly what matters. What matters is what is the level of consciousness that is opening up, that is being birthed. Because when that level of consciousness comes out fully, everything else arranges under it. And what you used to think, oh, this is interesting. What you used to think was the most important. You used to think the shell, the egg shell itself was the most important. You thought that shell was the thing that was keeping everything in place. And that's why it's concerning when that shell is cracking and falling away. But the message that the librarians want to bring is that shell is not what's important. What you see as structure in society or rules or culture or whatever the way things are, you're focusing on the egg. And the focus is not on that egg shell. The focus is on what's coming underneath. It is not really the shell that is holding things into place. That is just a structure that preserves and protects while that new consciousness is being born. So if we can all collectively take a moment to recognize what is the shell and what is the energy that is being birthed out of the shell, 
we will all feel a lot more excitement for this level of consciousness that is to come. That is the information that they want you to hear for this week, the week of November 8th, 2022. I will be back again next Tuesday for another Coffee with the Librarians. Hello, I'm Laura Cheadle. Welcome to Coffee with the Librarians, week of November 15th, 2022. This week's message the librarians want to validate that, yes, the idea, the concept of a new earth is, is valid and that is unfolding on the planet at this time. They offer the correction that actually, oh, that's interesting, actually a new earth is unfolding all the time. Sometimes we like to get into that excited ego place of, I am here now for this big thing. But in reality, a new earth is unfolding at all times. That we are in a place of planetary ascension and we yes, there have been times of devolvement as well. Yes, we are in a time of ascension. But the new earth is always unfolding and they're saying even in those dark times, there was an unfoldment and that it's important to acknowledge and to be aware of that. So at this time of unfoldment, and they're laughing because there's always a time of unfoldment and a new earth is always being birthed, but cheekily at this time of a new earth being birthed, ha, they like that. There are only two options that we have. Those two options are hinder or allow. Hinder or allow. When we hinder this process, that is when we're in the state of constant do, 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 doing. We are, the phrase that keeps coming up is making things more palatable. When we have an agenda, even though inside it feels like it's a really good agenda, it feels like we are here to do the work, we are here to do this. Whenever we are branding something, making something palatable, trying to sell it, whenever we are doing things to make people understand, to bring people in onto our side, to all that do-do doing, that is, a, that is hindering. So what they're asking us to do is to notice whenever we are being sold to and whenever we are trying to sell something to somebody else. Ooh, any kind of a belief that we're trying to sell, that we're trying to spin, Solomon, that we're trying to make more palatable. That's what they keep saying. It's just, it's sales. It's a tactic. It is a hindering. And that we feel so good sometimes because we're doing the work. We're gathering the army we are doing, but that is a hindering. And that is the hindering of the new earth that is unfolding. So they're asking us to consciously stay mindful. Am I hindering by doing and recruiting and being and changing and branding and rebranding and selling and doing? That's hindering. 
What they're asking us instead is to allow because those are the only two choices to hinder or to allow. Oh, how ironic. We can't do anything to bring forth this new earth, this army of good. We can't do anything. We can only hinder or allow. So if we want things to unfold more quickly, we need to allow. And that allowing is by being. The image they give me is somebody standing in a river and fighting against the current or stabilizing against the current. And that is even hindering. Even a little bit is hindering. If we want good and love and light to unfold on this planet within ourselves, within our most, oh, precious relationships is the word. We need to just allow to stop, to pick up our feet, to float, to touch down when we need to touch down, to roll, to pivot, interesting, and to play. Because it's fun to allow the water to carry you. It's fun. In a lazy river, it is fun to allow. It is fun to float. It is fun to somersault along. And to allow yourself to be carried. That is the joy of the lazy river. That is why humans like water and oceans. We love to be carried. Yet we do not allow ourselves to be carried. So now is the time to notice where we are hindering, where we are doing, where we are leaning in and to stop creating and to start allowing, and as part of that allowing to start playing. Wow. That's a good one. I'll see you next week. Let me know what you think. Hinder or allow. Bye. Hello and welcome to Coffee with the Librarians, week of November 22nd. That is such a cool number, isn't it? I'm Laura Cheadle. The librarians are a group of entities that I channel, and I'm already feeling what they want to say. And it feels like this is going to come in really fast, so buckle up. What they want to talk about is joy and the way humans feel joy. And what they want to say is we don't even... We are so bad at joy. We don't know what brings us joy. And, oh, our lack of knowledge as to what brings us joy is what creates our pain. Oftentimes we don't, the pain that we experience isn't real in terms of it is not a thing out there that is causing us pain. It is not an illness or a person or a situation or a thing that's causing us pain. What causes us so much pain is the fact that we don't know. It's an absence of. We don't know what brings us joy. It's not an absence of joy. It's an absence of knowledge. Oh, that's interesting. What brings us pain is the absence of knowledge as to what brings us joy. They're talking a lot about advertising, and manipulation on the planet. And yes, advertising is a form of manipulation and how that is so effective only because of our lack of knowledge. 
if we truly knew what it was that we wanted and needed and what would bring us joy, then none of that would be effective. They're asking, they're asking us to look at all of the different things that we get caught up by and sucked into. And whenever you find yourself feeling desperate for something or like something else is going to solve your problems, they're asking you to pause and to ask instead, what would bring me joy? And to intentionally answer without using that thing that you think that you need. So if you're thinking this one thing is going to solve all my problems, instead just stop and feel in here what would bring me joy. And answer that question within. Because they're saying so often it will be connection will bring you joy. Or understanding will bring you joy. Or something else that is not that thing. Okay, now what they're saying is solving that problem, filling whatever it is that you need filling is an entirely different question. That's an entirely different problem. That's an entirely different thing. All they're asking is to start with that knowledge. All they're asking is to start with knowing what brings us joy. And what they're saying is to expect to not know because they're saying, how can you get good at answering this question when your entire life you have been conditioned to not answer it? That's funny. Our entire life we have been conditioned that somebody else will bring us joy, a product, a service, a size, a certain amount of money, a certain kind of car. We have been conditioned to believe a person, a relationship will bring us joy. So how can we expect to get good at answering that question and developing that self-knowledge? Bam, like that. We can't. So spend time with yourself. Ooh, ooh, I love this. They're saying the holidays are the season of joy and the season of giving. And why not spend this holiday season giving yourself the knowledge of what brings you joy? Spend this season giving yourself the knowledge of what brings you joy. They're saying all the analogies around Santa Claus and toys and all of that. Turn that around and gift those things to yourself. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think below. And I can't wait for next Tuesday. Bye. Hello and welcome to Coffee with the Librarians. Um, I'm Laura Cheadle and I have a small idea of what this is going to be about today. It's going to be about creation and creation. So I can't wait to tune in. Oh, and it's the week of November 29th. <sighs> okay. We are here to be creators, and many people know that they are here to be creators. But what so many people don't know is that we have all these opportunities to create, and that we're not thinking of them, oh, as opportunities to create, we're thinking of them as chores. And what they're telling me is things like preparing a meal, 
is creating, preparing a home, making a bed, things like that. That's creating. And then also, this is so fascinating, taking care of our bodies is creating. And the question that they ask me to pose is, are you happy with your body? Are you happy with your body? And if the answer is no, and it's interesting because I think most of the people in the world will say no. If the answer is no, they're saying that is a sign, that is a reminder that you can be creating more. Because just as you create your body by doing the things that you know that you need to do to create, oh, that body, that's what you need to be doing to create your life. And while so many of us know things like, oh, we need to eat better or move our bodies or, and they're saying it goes beyond just weight loss because it's not just about weight loss. It's about the, the shape of your body, like the way that muscles can pull your bones to stand differently or to work differently. They're saying it goes, it's as, as deep as changing your hair, changing makeup, changing the clothing that you wear, everything about your physical body, you can create and you can change it and you can make it into something that you want. You can use strength to change the shape Um, the carriage of your body. Yes, it can be weight loss or weight gain as well, but it's more than that. It's it's your physical presence. The word they're saying is presence. You can do things to change that and you know what you need to do to change that. You can change the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you look, the way like they can, you can change things on a physical level and you can make yourself be perceived as different because you have made yourself change. And what they're asking me is, so why don't you? Why do so many of you go around being miserable in your physical body? Why do so many of you hate the things you hate about yourself and your physical body when you can change them? And they're saying laziness is not, it's not a shame thing. It's not like, oh, you're too lazy to do that. But the answer for most people is a form of laziness, a form Oh, which they're saying is actually a form of fear. Laziness is not the the word that I'm feeling is like sin. It's not a sin to be lazy. It's not a sin to not create your body as you want it to. But it's the fear that if you do, you will prove to yourself that you have all this power and that if you can create your body, if you can create that physicality, then you can create that which is not physical as well. And that's a leap that so many of us are not ready, ready or willing to make yet. So start with the body, start with the body and create the physical body that you want. Everything about it, create it how you want it just by taking those actions that you know how to create it. And that will be proof to you that then you can create things that are non-physical. Not even just non-physical, you can create things outside of yourself. The body is very personal. It's the most personal thing that we have. But then creating things outside of ourselves, that's the proof that we need is once we can do it for our body, then we can create things outside of ourselves. And then that, that's, that's where the juiciness, that's where the goodness really starts happening is then when we can start creating 
our reality, our governments, <laughs> our relationships, our way of being in the world, the way that the world is, the health of the world, all of those things we can create. We can create things that are outside of us, but we need to start with this because this body is our tool and this body is our proof to ourselves that we can change. So what they're asking, what they're asking us to do is to look at all of the excuses that we're throwing up, all of the reasons why we're too afraid to change this and to lean into that, to make that, oh, 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 the, the be the change that you want to see in the world. What they're saying, that is like, that's it. That is be the change that you want to see in the world. It's not just about the way you act. It's about the way you have changed your body. That is so cool. So it's about being the change by changing your body first and then changing that which is outside of you. Wow, <laughs> that was a lot. Um, thank you for listening. Have a really good week. And I'm going to ponder that like what I want to change in me and what steps I need to do to make that change. So I invite you to do the same and let me know what comes up for you. And I will see you next week. Bye. Hello and welcome to Coffee with the Librarians week of December 6th. I can't believe we're that far into the year right now. Let me just take a moment to kind of feel into the energy. I don't know what's coming. Okay. What the librarians want to talk about is our instinctual nature as humans and how we have intentionally trained our instinctual nature out. And it's, <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Oh, going way back to the Garden of Eden, the knowledge of good and evil isn't necessarily good as we would think of good and evil. It is the knowledge of, wow, it's the knowledge of everything. It's it's foresight. It's planning. It it's that knowledge and ability to see all the different strands that separates us from animals. It is it's it's knowledge. It's the oh oh. It's the knowledge to be out of the present moment. The knowledge of good and evil is the knowledge of what it's like to be out of the present moment. And holy cow, this is why that is so important. What's so important about that is we are pretty much the only species that knows what it's like to be out of the present moment. And that is a huge gift that can also really derail us. Because when we know what it's like to be out of the present moment, we spend most of our time outside of the present moment. And we spend most of our time spinning things up in our heads about what will and what if and what could. And that knowledge was meant to be given to humankind when we were able to handle it. And it came to us too early and we were not able to handle it. We weren't able to handle it. Oh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. We're not able to handle it when we can't manage it by keeping ourselves in the present moment and using it 
intentionally to help us make a decision that will be good for our soul. The problem is when we're, when humans were given that information too early and we become distracted by it and we overthink things, like literally we overthink things. We are not trusting our human instinct. Oh, oh, it was a shift. Oh, this is so cool. It was the shift from the heart to the head. The knowledge of good and evil was the shift from the heart to the head. We as humans were living more instinctual in our hearts. And then the knowledge of good and evil gave us the ability to think. And while it's not bad to have the ability to think, what is bad is moving our way of living from the heart to our head. That's what the problem was. So it's on how to integrate that, how to use the head and to know when we need the head, but how to live from our heart when you're not supposed to live from our head. And that is, of course, that is the reminder this time, not necessarily this time of year, but that is the reminder right now for us to go back to being a little bit more instinctual because being instinctual is living from the heart, totally. Being instinctual is living from the heart. We get too trapped up in our thoughts. And that is the reminder that they wanted to come through. That is the message that the knowledge of good and evil is living for the shift from the heart to the head and living from the head. And ooh, we need to come back down into our hearts and live from a more instinctual place. Because if we, oh, that's interesting. If we give from our heart, we're not gonna overthink, I can't do that. If we love from our heart, we're not gonna overthink, this shouldn't be that way. If we do everything from the heart, it's actually gonna work out better because that means we are on path, we are on track, we are doing everything that we need to do and we're not, it, that's the trap. It's the, it's the trap of thinking things through in our head that aren't true because we spin story, oh, with our head. We spin scenarios with our head that aren't actually accurate. Wow, that's cool. So that is the message today. Live from a more instinctual place, which is living from the heart, acting from the heart, responding from the heart and doing from the heart. And to notice whenever your head is like, no, we shouldn't do that. No, that won't work. No, I can't do this because of this. That's the trap. And that is you not being able to handle that knowledge. Oh, that is you not being ready for the knowledge. Of course. So live from your heart, be a little more instinctual. It's not saying don't think, but it's live from here and don't let your mind trap you. <sighs> I have to sit with that a while. Thanks so much. Enjoy that. And I will see you next week. But yeah, there's a lot coming in but they are complete around that message. And yeah, there is more to come, but not for now. Have a good week. Bye. So how was that? What did you think? I know it's a lot of information and I know it's a bit different than the kind of shows that I normally do. However, I really felt strongly that it was important to share that aspect of my work with you. Not only because the information coming through truly is important to everybody, but also so you can understand when I work with clients one-on-one, -on -one, why this process is so effective 
is not only because of the specific process that I use, the specific flaunt five-step process, but it's also because I use the intuitive guidance that comes through from the librarians. So it's not just me and my head or me and my experience. It's also this spiritual intuitive guidance that really helps zero in on exactly why you were on this soul path. Because let's face it, infidelity and betrayal are pretty crazy. And there's a reason. This is not just happenstance. There is a reason. And that is what is so important and so transformative to figure out. So again, friend me on Facebook, Laura Plank Cheadle. Find me and subscribe on YouTube, Laura Cheadle, Life Choreographer. And you can get these updates every Tuesday. Please, like I said at the end of so many of these different snippets, reach out. Tell me your takeaways. Converse with others. Let's let's have a conversation. Let's take this all to the next level. Have an amazing week. As I say on my regularly scheduled show, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough.